Welcome to the Accra Community Church Podcast. As you listen to God's word today, may it become for you fresh water for your thirsty soul, give you hope to cope, and wisdom to thrive, excel, and become everything God says you are. God bless you as you listen to today's sermon. Amen. Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Can we just make a melody unto the Lord? From your heart, may you just say a word of thanks and appreciation to our God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love and your kindness. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your greatness. We thank you for who you are. We give you praise. We thank you for this morning. We commit our fellowship into your hands. That you will speak to us. That you will fellowship with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So three weeks ago, we started looking at the topic of gratitude. Pastor Kujo took us into the scope of understanding gratitude, what gratitude is about, looking at different levels and different ways of looking at gratitude, gratitude in different ways. Last week, Rosie took us into gratitude in the family, making us to see how to appreciate your spouse. And within the week, Rodney and um, Emma decided to take it to a new level setting a high standard for the men in the church, and we will live up to it. Today, we want to continue looking at this word called gratitude. But today, the focus is gratitude towards God. So we look at Psalm 103. For a greater part of David's life, One of the key things we see in David's life is the life of gratitude. And when God described David as a man of his own heart, one of the major things that made David get to that position of winning God's heart is his life of gratitude. A life of gratitude is a life that sees beyond the challenges, that sees beyond what is around you, that takes note of the very small things around you. And so this is one of the Psalms of David, Psalm 103. It says, bless the Lord, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my soul, and never forget any of his benefits. He continues to forgive all your sins. He continues to heal all your diseases. He continues to redeem your life from the pit. And he continuously surrounds you with gracious love and compassion. He keeps satisfying you with good things. And he keeps renewing your youth like the eagles. The Lord continuously does what is right executing justice for all who are being oppressed. 
He revealed his plans to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, patient and abundantly rich in gracious love. He does not maintain a dispute continuously or remain angry for all time. He never deals with us according to our sins, nor repays us equivalent to our iniquity. As high as heaven rises above earth, so is his gracious love, so his gracious love strengthens those who fear him. As distant as the earth is from as distant as the east is from the west, that is how he has removed our sins from us. As a father has compassion for his children, so the Lord has compassion for those who fear him. For he knows how we were formed, aware that we were made from dust. A person's life is like a grass. It blossoms like wildflowers. But when the wind blows through it, it withers away, and no one remembers where it was. Yet the Lord's gracious love remains throughout eternity. For those who fear him and his righteous acts extend to their children's children, to those who keep his covenant, and to those who remember to observe his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you angels who belong to him, you mighty warriors who carry out his commands, who are obedient to the sound of his words. Bless the Lord, all his heavenly armies, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord, all his creation, in all the places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, my soul. Amen. So David appreciates the works of God. Now, it is easy for us to think that, oh, we appreciate God, but to forget his benefits. It is easy to forget the breath you receive every day because it's so common, it is so natural that it is easy to take it for granted. It is easy to forget the daily blessings that God pours on us, every aspect of our lives. Sometimes it is easy to take our focus from the blessings of God, the goodness of God, and to focus on other things that may be minute, and they may take our attention away from God. And so remembering God's benefits, remembering God's goodness, remembering what God has done for us is something that we must cultivate the attitude for. The heart of gratitude is always focusing on the goodness of God. But sometimes it is easier to praise God when everything is okay. So you wake up in the morning, it is easier to say, thank God, for a new day. You go out and come in, you, it's easier to say, thank God for safety. It is easier to take for granted the things around you and say, thank God for it. But the challenge of a heart of appreciation or gratitude is when you find yourself in difficulty. Whether you'll be able to still thank God. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, says that, Rejoice in the Lord always, 
And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. How do you rejoice in the Lord always? How do you keep an attitude of gratitude in times of difficulty? This was the situation where Job found himself when he was in trouble and nobody could understand his trouble. His close friends came to him trying to understand from all the scriptures and all the knowledge they have about God. And their conclusion is that this can happen to you only when you have sinned. You may have committed a sin and that is why you find yourself in this situation. But Job searched his heart. He knew that I haven't done anything wrong. And therefore, he committed his life into the hands of God. Bible says that in all the situations, Job did not curse God. In Job chapter 13, verse 15, Job says, even if God should kill me, I will still trust him. This is a profound statement. To get to that point of your life where you trust God so much that despite all the situations you find yourself, where everybody is accusing you, where everybody is against you, when your friends, your spouse turns around and says, this God you are serving, we don't see any benefit of it. I don't see why you should continue this way with God. Everything is against you. It gets to the point where God seems not to be real again. It gets to the point of our lives where sometimes God looks like it's a figment of our imagination. It is not real. But then the only way to be able to thank God even in that situation is to remember who God is, his attributes. God is merciful. That is part of him. God is kind. God is the wisest. Job went on, he says that the wisdom of God is such that it is deeper than what anybody could understand. So he trusted himself into the wisdom of God. He got to the point where he says, I don't understand what is happening to me. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't follow all I know about God. Yet, because he's the wisest, I still trust him. Gratitude is not only when things are okay. It's not only when things are moving the way you expect. It's not only when our prayers are answered. Yes, it is beautiful to get our prayers answered. It is wonderful, and God answers our prayers. But it gets to a time where it seems like God is far away. But when it seems like he's far away, that is when he's closest. David says, when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. The shadow of death is not where God stands aside, like we read in the Psalms. It gets to a point where men forget you. All the people who hail you day and night gets to the point where they cannot associate with you. But in that darkest moment, that is where God is closest. And that knowledge is what can strengthen us. It is very important to know the benefits of gratitude. Bible says that a, a, a grateful heart, a heart which is full of joy, it is as good as medicine. Gratitude is very important for us to gain the benefits of God. Whenever we are grateful, whenever we appreciate what God has done, whenever we remember who God is, it strengthens us. Whenever you find yourself in a situation where you can't help yourself, when you are down to your lowest levels, when you have this mind that 
God never makes a mistake. He is never wrong. He knows what is best. He knows what is right. When we find ourselves in that situation and we can still trust God, that is where we see the strength of God at work in our lives. I just picked something from the internet. I will just share a few points here on the benefits of gratitude. Um, when I saw Petrina, I was excited because it just brought to mind the um, mental health. Just when I saw it, it's flashing in my mind that the importance of mental health, how gratitude is even related to our mental health. A lot of the battles we go through are more mental than physical. For you to win any battle, especially when it comes to spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare is a mind battle. The devil's number one weapon is to attack your belief in God, your focus on God, to take away your attention. Somebody said that when you bring your eye closer, your, uh, your finger closer to your eye, it can blind you from seeing the whole ocean. And that is how the devil throws his troubles around. It is easy for us to focus on that small problem in our life and lose focus on all the goodness of God, all the blessings that God has given to us. And therefore, gratitude helps us to see the goodness of God. So I picked this few points from Lisa Apollon from the internet. The benefits of gratitude. First, it says gratitude glorifies God. Anytime you have a heart of gratitude, you appreciate who God is. You are telling God who he is. You acknowledge who God is. Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1-5, let me pick it quickly from here. 2 Corinthians 4.15, it says, And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. Amen. Job's story has become a story that we all follow till date because we saw a man who in the worst time focused on God and trusted God. And his story brought many to trust God. We have seen many people through many situations where their lives have led other people to God. People have given praise to God because they have seen how people appreciate God in their most difficult times. I shared here one time where a lady was sick in the hospital. Very sick. The doctors had given up on her. For everybody, there was no way she was. She would recover. Yet in her pain, whenever she hears somebody crying or uh, moaning or somebody in pain, she will crawl from her bed, get to the person, hold the person's hand, tell the person God loves you, pray for the person. My sister was working in the hospital and she told me within the week, almost anyone who was admitted in the hospital was discharged. Almost everyone that the lady prayed for, God healed miraculously and was discharged. They kept coming back to the hospital to visit. She ended up dying. All of them were wondering, how could such a wonderful person who has so much grace on her die? Yet her love for God, her trust in God, led many people to see who God is. Whenever we show gratitude towards God, it gives God glory. 
it manifests God's glory, and many people are brought to God. Whenever we sing the praise of God, God is glorified. Gratitude helps us to see God. When we find ourselves in situations, it is easy for the situations we find ourselves to blind us from God. But sometimes, in the book of Job again, the Bible says that sometimes God allows some troubles to come in our way. Sometimes it could be sickness. And when we are in our sick bed, that is where we take our attention from all the things we are chasing. And we start asking ourselves the reality of life. That is where we get the time again to ask ourselves again, what is the essence of life? Sometimes the situation we find ourselves can give us the opportunity to get close to God. However, when we don't focus on it and we focus on our problem, we will lose the opportunity of seeing God. Again, the Bible says, let me read um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will. Sometimes we struggle to find God's will for us. Sometimes we spend days praying, fasting, God, I want to know your will. But one of the easy ways God has shown us about his will is being grateful. Give thanks in all things, for this is the will of God. Sometimes when we can't find the will of God, we are not sure which way God wants us to go. We just have to have this heart of gratitude, knowing that even in the desert, where there is no path for us to follow, he will still lead us on. That heart of gratitude, knowing that he has not left us, he is with us, easily places us in the will of God. And so being grateful, having the heart of gratitude, brings us to the will of God. Philippians chapter 4, verse um, 4 to 6 says that, be anxious about nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving in your heart, let your supplication be made known unto God. And the peace of God that surpasses understanding shall keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Sometimes we lose our peace not because we have a big issue, but because we focus on the problem and we take our eyes off our God and we lose our peace. There are times we have sleepless nights. There are times we are worried about life. We have fighting a situation we can't find a solution to. The Bible has given us how to get our peace back. Hand it over. Whatsoever happens. And the interesting thing about this scripture, it says, it does not say that God will solve the problem. It says God will give you peace. And I'm sure every one of here can testify about a situation where you found yourself. You prayed. The problem was not solved. But somehow you went through it. And you were okay. You look back and you ask yourself, how did I go through this? The Bible says the peace of God that surpasses understanding will keep you in Christ Jesus. Amen. It is not every problem God will solve, but in every situation, he will take us through. He did not say, I will always take you above the waters. He says, even if you go through the waters, I will be with you. 
Sometimes he will hold us through the waters. Sometimes he will let us go through the fire. But in every situation, when we have to go through the fire, we should have this heart of great gratitude that God thank you for this situation because you know what you are doing. And when we have this heart of gratitude, it gives us that peace of God. I'm just imagining Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, knowing they were going to be thrown into the fire. The mindset that they had made it very easy for them. The Bible says that they told the king, King, we are not careful to answer you. We are not going to think through again our answer. Our answer is conclusive. We will not bow. We are ready to bend. And the Bible says that the soldiers who threw them into the fire got bent. Yet the people who were threw into the fire were whole. Nothing happened to them. It was the cords that were holding them rather that got bent. That is the work of God. Because they have the mindset already that in every situation, God will be with us. And the interesting thing about that story is that the Bible says that the king looked and saw a fourth man. That fourth man had always been with them. But it was only when they went into the fire that even the unbeliever king saw the fourth man. He says, I, see, I, I threw three men into the fire, but I'm seeing four men. And the fourth man looks like the son of God, an unbeliever. And even God, a king, recognized the son of God when he saw him. Because three young men stood in their faith, despite the situation they found themselves. Gratitude increases our faith. Whenever we are grateful to God, it increases our faith. It brings us to the point where we see the hand of God at work. When we are grateful, when we are grateful to God, when we are thankful, when we appreciate God, we see the hand of God at work in our lives. The Bible says that be content for in all things. Contentment is one of the things that most of the time takes away our peace, lack of contentment. And I've spoken about it details here. Lack of contentment. Sometimes some of the things that take our peace away is competition. Comparing ourselves to others. It makes us lose focus on all the giftings that God has given to us. One of the lessons from the talents that Jesus spoke about, about the man who was given one talent. Jesus repeated that story in different ways. But the lesson from that point is that the master gave that servant, Bible says, according to his ability. It means that God never burdens us. First Corinthians 13 says that he will never make any temptation which is more than us come our way. The master knew the servant very well and decided, I don't want to burden this servant. Let me give him enough for his ability. So he gave him one. I don't want to burden the servant. But because this man is an ungrateful man, Bible says that what was given to him never profited. Why? Because he never appreciated what was given to him. If you appreciate something, it increases in value. Anytime we say something is appreciating, it means that the value is going up. Whenever you appreciate what God has given to you, it gains more value. But whenever you lose focus, whenever you focus on what others have, what you have, you lose it. Until Jesus said, when Jesus said, the master said, the 
um, talent should be taken from him. He says that who has not, even the little that you have, will be taken away from you. For each one of us, we have been given multiple gifts from God. But we lose what God has given to us because we focus on what others have. And we lose focus on what God has given to us. But there are people who have only one gift. And yet, they have set records all over the world. Their names are all over, simple because of one simple gift. Whilst others have multiple gifts, and yet they every day sit down crying because they lose focus on what God has given to them. They are not appreciative of the great gift God has given to them. They rather tend to focus and complain about what they don't have. When we count our blessings, we name them one by one. We will see what God has done for us. Amen. It is easy to lose focus on the wonderful gifts that God has given to us. It is easy for us to lose our peace, the peace God has given to us. It is easy for the devil to have his way and play around us. But the way to overcome all this is a heart of gratitude. When you wake up in the morning, one of the wonderful things God loves is a song of praise. The Bible says there is nothing we can give him but the sacrifice of our praise, the sacrifice from our tongue, the sacrifice from our mouth, the sacrifice of thanksgiving and worship is all that God requires from us, a heart of gratitude. Let us focus on who God is. Let us see his multiple benefits and let us know the God we have trusted and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep our mind, heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you require nothing of us but to praise you. You says the one who praises you glorifies you. The one who appreciates, the one who shows a heart of gratitude glorifies you. We pray that as we continue to glorify you, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the noontime. At every point of our life, Lord, you continue to show yourself and manifest yourself to us. We pray that you give us the heart of gratitude. Remind us of your goodness. Let us see all these multiple blessings, but most importantly, that God is for us. For if we lose focus of everything else, let us not forget this. God is for us. This I know, that God is for me. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. If it blessed you, share it with a friend. For more information on how to fellowship with Accra Community Church, visit our website, www.accrachurch.org. God bless you.